Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, thanks to you, you the lockdown listener. Woohoo! Just one, <laughs> just one, and oh, what a fucking debacle this is! <laughs> Seriously, so it's the third of August, Monday, wherever you are in the world. We're in Melbourne, and we're at home. Dane Swan, Samantha Riches. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, Dane. Hey, morning. How are you, mate? I'm alright. How are you? <laughs> How are you, Sam? <laughs> Well, while Swanee composed himself as a big star. I'm, al- I'm alive. I've got a coffee. I'm okay. Like a yes. homemade coffee, obviously. Yeah. Are we okay. let takeaways? I think we are, but they're going to decide the level of um, industries today, whether you're one, two, or three, whether you can stay open or not. So we will see. Right. Well, I mean, I there's, there's, as we speak, uh, shifting landscape, as they say, but there's four reasons you can you can – leave your house and that's work when you can't work from home give care or get care essential shopping or excise within 5k's unfortunately none of those four things include deliver stubby holders to swanny's joint to get signed <laughs> what a goddamn shame that is well, technically isn't it a job ralph hang on we can get around this because it's dane's is dane getting an urn from this you know he could do Sorry to give you more work, Dane, because I know you're flat out at the moment with the NBA season starting back yeah, up. Yeah, there's two games. There's two games on at the moment. I've, I've completely changed my routine. Like I used to be a night person. Now I'm up at seven watching games of basketball and trying to go to sleep early because there's fuck all to look forward to at night. Actually, when when Ralph suggested this time or a time slightly earlier, I was like, "Oh, good luck. You can fucking tell him. I'm not telling him it's that early in the morning." And Ralph goes, "Don't worry. The NBA's on. He'll already be awake." No, I thought he was right. He, he Ralph wanted to go seven thirty in studio yesterday. That's just ridiculous. Tomorrow, yeah. Well, that's up at seven. Like I, I I'm getting. Up. I'm waking up at seven. I'm not getting out of bed till ten. Mm-hmm. Last last lockdown, it was uh, it was very healthy, Swanee. Uh, you you mm. you're, you're meat free, you're alcohol free, you're on the wagon. Uh, how are you going to approach it? What's your mindset for this lockdown? Let us know. Um, well, I haven't really I haven't really given it a thought yet. Um, well, I can't do anything. Probably I'll probably be off the piss now again. There's not much point just sitting at home doing fuck all. Um, I don't know. I'll give I'll reassess after I'll have my head around the three well, six weeks of lockdown. 
from last from three weeks ago. So I'll reassess in three weeks when the original one was meant to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, it's walking. It was fucked, isn't it? Mm. It'd be good if you could give us some, like, some of your tips, like Swanee's tips to get through ISO. Like, it'd be it'd be really helpful, I think. Uh, a, a list is that the list this week? Yeah, I think so. Maybe Dane a list. Oh, I'm gonna give it a thought. You, you should have told me yesterday, but I, 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 I actually don't know. Um, Perhaps for so next week. Just, 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 just coming to grips with what's going on. Um, yeah, it's just fucked, isn't it? Um, yeah, but well, there's still, there's, there's still going to be people breaking the rules, and that's just what's why there's people in jail, well, for murder and stuff. Like, no matter the rules, Correct. people, people are still going to break them. It's just what happens. And like, after three or four weeks, like, I think everyone will end up in their heads, fucking, I really want to go do something. But um, things are still, are still going to get broken. It's just the way it is. Um, if I can use just a bit of bit of uh, media jargon here as a teaser, um, don't give it away yet. But what is your list for this week? Who are you talking? To? We're in lockdown now. You said you said we're going to do a list if we're in lockdown. Um, no, Ralph. <laughs> um, well, actually, I might do something. Might um rank um something this week. I might. For for one of the boys, and um, the pies wants me to rank something for them. So, all right, uh, oh, that's kind I'll, of I'll, I'll try to do that for him. But um, is it ways not to get fined by the AFL for breaching ISO protocol? Ah, uh, it's been a solid August for the pies, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their sh- pies are shit. Um, even the coach is fucking up. Uh, it's going well down there. Good Just out of week weekend bingo. Uh, Swatty weekend news bingo what was more likely uh, let's say if we asked you on Friday Nathan Buckley getting fined as the bad boy of Collingwood or Andrew Bogut fat shaming Hutchie what was more likely yeah if so I'd have said yeah one of the, the these two things are going to happen but what's more likely the Bogut thing I would have thought <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have you got tips have you got on this point have you got tips for Hutchie because you know what it's like to be fat shamed well less eat less Krispy Kremes isn't that what <laughs> Bogut um, said he eats a fuckload of Krispy Kreme, so I'll just I say... I mean, it's good advice, to be fair. Got, instead of eating two boxes, eat one. Start with that. Yeah, but you were doing that when you were fat shaved. I mean, this is about the person and how they feel. So how do, how do you feel when you hear about someone getting fat shaved? Because you know what it's like. You, you, I, it happened to you. Men have feelings too. Yeah, um, that's true. So, you know, yeah, right. You put on a brave facade, but it hurts. It, it hurts. It digs at you. Um, about you know, what can you do? Um, it's unfortunate, but um, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense there, but I just popped in the mode, so I said it. <laughs> Sam, I reckon Scotty saying that was less likely than Nathan Buckley being the bad boy. Have you been watching Umbrella Academy, Dane? Is that where you got it from? Nah, what's that? Oh, it's Tom's a show on Netflix. Season two's just it, come out. Is it? I, I finished Netflix a while ago, but now the NBA's <laughs> one. I've got um. Oh, okay. It might have come out since you finished it. I think it came that, out on the, over the weekend, perhaps. Um, are you still getting um JobKeeper and things like that? Well, we'll see. Each month, it's kind of a bit of a gamble. It's yeah, well, uh, third oh. of the month, so hopefully, I'll get it this month. Funny, funny you say um, gambling because 
I think the government needs to employ not just job keeper or job seeker, uh, gambling keeper. Okay. Because now all I do is sit at home and gamble every day. Right. Oh, who's going to reimburse me for all the money that I lose for sitting home? Because I on the weekends, like I wouldn't be sitting home betting on two fucking camels racing in Egypt. <laughs> but because it's a latest track this morning. At four a.m. in the yeah, four a.m. in the morning, because there's absolutely nothing else to do. Um, right. I bet on it. So I think um, the government should be giving us money for that too. In my opinion, reimbursing you for forcing you to gamble, forcing you to stay home and choose the only entertainment option there is available at that time. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, mm. that's only one of the questions I had for the for the new lockdown. Um, I think that's only what fair. The, what are the other questions? I'll raise it. Um, I'll raise it with them. The gambling gambling keeper. Did you call it? Yeah, gambling keeper. That's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what okay. I want. And what um, sort of a, what sort of a just before we move on, what sort of a price range would you be looking at? Because job keeper is three thousand for the month, and they're going to be reducing it to about two eight, I think, for the month. It? So, what would you say would be fair for? Listen, for I, don't, listen I don't. I don't. Well, it depends. Depends um, what you what you bet, obviously. But listen, I don't bet to really make money or to lose money. I just bet money to. I just only have like little multis every day just to keep myself entertained, really. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. mate, uh, I don't care. Just give me something. Give me it's 25. a daily allowance, perhaps. Give me, give me twenty-five bucks a day. That'll do. I could okay. whip up a multi with that. So, how many days are left? Hundred so six months. Hundred eighty times twenty-five. You do the math and just give me that. Okay. Yeah, are, you, are, you worried, are you worried there's a lack of diversity in your life at the moment, Dave? Because I look at your Instagram and the last two photos are you lying in bed watching racing and you lying on the couch watching racing in NBA. Well, you know, the you know, Instagram's meant to be, you know, show people what you want to see, you know what I mean? Like everyone yes. looking pretty and living the high life and, you know, fucking going to nice restaurants and out holidaying in expensive places and all that. You know, everyone on Instagram, that's you meant to show what you want to see, not what you are. That, that's I'm just showing just what Melbourneans' lives are now. That's exactly what I do most days of the week. He's a man um, of the people, Ralph. He is exactly. No question. Yeah. yeah. So stage four, it's it's not good. It was like, mind you, it was the worst kept. It was the worst, more worst kept secret than um than Dids wasn't in the car. <laughs> I tell you, everyone, everyone knew it was coming. Everyone, everyone knew. Sorry, Samuel, what were the other questions you had for Dane? Yeah, what are the other um, questions that you have for ISO? Um, Rolf, is horse racing shutting down in Melbourne? I think, I think my, uh, I don't know for sure, but I think it'll keep going at this stage. At this stage. Yes. yes. Is, it, is it essential? Well, um, for, there's a good saying, which is never try and get in the road of a government and a revenue stream. So at the moment, the government's yeah. making money from horse racing, and not only that. So it's a, it's a, well, they call it, you know, like in footy, when the ball, when you miss a goal and there goes up the other end, a two goal turnaround. So yeah. not only would the government not be making money, but then it would be costing heaps of money because you got all these relatively uh, low paid, uh, and I was certainly one for a couple of years, uh, yeah. hands on horse people, um, completely out of work. Uh, you'd have an animal welfare issue because the horses still have to get exercise or you have to do something with them. And more than, and also, uh, it would probably ruin the industry for two or three years, I would say, if there was a six-week lockdown because on the verge of the spring carnival, if you owned a horse with talent, you would send it straight to Sydney, even though at the moment you're not allowed to take, take horses to Sydney. I reckon that in a heartbeat, 
Sydney would change their rules and say, "Yes, you can bring a good horse here as long as it stays here." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that would it's 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 a massive implication. And the other thing is too, and I uh, oh, look obviously self interest because I, I want uh, want and need the sport to keep going. Yeah. But the sport should be used as a as a as a real case study here going forward because it's an outdoor sport. The participants, in as far as the jockey's concerned, are super fit, but all the uh, all the other trainers and staff are outdoors, hands on. They're active. They've got, you know, for mental health perspectives, they've got things to do um, and they're challenged and they're, they've got a job. Um, I think it should be used as a case study because in four and a half months while it's happened, there hasn't been one case of COVID in horse racing, even though, for instance, Flemington's uh, literally in a lockdown area, part of Melbourne, yet uh, it's been used so well and there hasn't been any spread. So I think uh, I think there's no reason to whatsoever and really they should learn lessons of what's worked with racing. That's my serious okay. bit for the day. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, yep. uh, I've um, really struggled to understand why they didn't find a way to keep gyms open from a mental health perspective because I think uh, Swanee has touched on it before. Like there's got to be some kind of trade-off between the effects that it's having on people's mental health and I think that, you know, gyms are somewhere that they can manage and mitigate the amount of people that are coming in and when they're coming in and, and the sanitize, sanitization of all the equipment. And I think that there should have been more done to find ways to keep gyms open and give people um, an, an outlet and also, you know, and it, chemically their serotonin levels and, you know, just help with people's mental health because it's really becoming a, a huge deal and a huge side effect of these lockdowns. They should have I agree with you, Ralph. Like there are ways to keep industries open like racing and I think that they should have done more to find a way to keep gyms and mental well-being uh, industries open. There should have been a lot more done to keep us open, a, a lot more done. It's got nothing to do with fucking opening gyms. Mm. Um, absolute nightmare. But um, we're in it now and um, fuck, what can you do? Well, it's not even about um, – Lot of politics. I couldn't give a fuck about Labor or Liberal, and it's more just about someone making some decisions to save us a long time ago. But mm. um, oh, listen, what can you do? And I feel sorry for all the singles out there too. Um, mm. how, how are they going to fuck if you can't? Like, like how? What's <laughs> six weeks? Poor guys and girls, obviously. Do you, um, that, do you reckon Apple will let us call this show? How are they going to fuck? Yeah, yeah. What about um? Tinder must. Um, I wonder if. Or, I wonder what was happening with like Tinder and that. I wonder if they'll make rules like where you can only go within like a five k radius of your house. I don't think you're allowed to go around for <laughs> nookie, Dane. You're not. You are, but you're, yeah. allowed, you're actually allowed to. You're allowed to go. Uh, there's a there's a there's a bonk uh, asterisk, isn't there? I don't think there is. You no. can see your partner. You can see your partner, you yes. See but- well, there if you've got twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if you're in a polygamous? <sighs> what if you're in a polygamous relationship? <laughs> that is a good question. Well, who do you? Well, like, who who are like? If people can um, identify as whatever they want, which is fine. Why can't you know? I'm I'm a polygamist. Well, who? <laughs> like, if someone says I'm polygamous, how can you argue against their faith or? I know, is, is polygamy a religion or is it just a way of life? <laughs> I'm just thinking that, you know, how the cops are pulling you over at the moment. They can say, where are you going? Well, I'm going to my partner's place. And where have you been? Well, I was at my other partner's place. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. 
So that'd be a that'd be a big bonus at the moment. See, polygamists then are a winner from this from this lockdown this morning. We're going to look at positives here on the show. Right, exactly. Yep. Um, oh, it's just I'm just thinking of everyone. Yeah, bombs out there. Uh, dogs, dogs are a winner. No, they're not. Oh, well, my dog see the owners more. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think they want it. No. <laughs> okay, there's a limit even with dogs. Love. My dog Absolutely. Ace, my dog loves going to bed early. He's like pissed off about enough for use and wakes up in the morning, gets his breakfast and then goes back to his bed. He's had enough. But I think you're only allowed to um you've had to walk the dog together or No, I think it's only one. I thought it was I thought it was in the shops, you know, only allowed to go up the shops. But I thought you let exercise with one person. One yeah, but they have to be within your own household. So you say one person while walking your dog, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's so, right. So you can yeah, walk the dog with your partner or your your wife or something like that, yeah. No, that, that, would, that would make sense. Um, the, other, the other thing we um, I want to talk about, Chrome, like, just I was walking up the market the other day, like, yesterday, because there's a, um, you know, as soon as we heard we are going to stage four, there was a absolute riot going down the shops. They run there to get toilet paper. Do, and, they not, do they not know that the one thing that is staying open, no matter what stage we're in, is supermarkets? Like, no, you don't no, no, rush there. No, well, people don't. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to join the chaos. And get up there. It was a, it was a lovely day, but well, I say like if the government has has uh, made it compulsory for face masks, which I complete, which is you know I hate wearing a face mask as much as anyone, but you know you kind of you got to do it. Um, what? How? Why haven't they banned um, smoking? Because oh. like um, standing at the traffic lights to cross the road, like yesterday. People with their masks around their underneath their chin, just blowing cigarette smoke in people's faces, sitting in the traffic lines. Now, I'm, as I don't confess to be a medical professional, but isn't that is that not blowing shit out of your mouth straight into people's faces? Wouldn't that be airborne airborneing the the virus? Yeah, or am I? So, I agree. I actually have noticed like less people smoking cigarettes, to be honest. But yeah, well, perhaps your area is a bit different. Well, less people are killing people too, but it still happens. This is very true. I thought spousal murder might go up in uh, all honesty. Tough time to break up with your partner if you live together. Real tough yeah. time. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be fun. But um, well, I, I don't know why they cancel smoking in public because you can just get away without wearing a face mask say you're having a dart. Swanee on my kids. I was up the street and walking, uh, walking up the street uh, locally, and a guy had a face mask on, and took it off for the big lung buster. Yeah, <laughs> and had it exactly as you said, blew it out, and then coughed his guts out, and then put his mask back on. And I just thought, well, that's Christ. that's Melbourne two thousand and twenty. Disgusting. No, oh no, you weren't. Was it Sam? Were you ever a smoker? Oh, I'd dabble on the odd occasion when I was having a drink, yes, um, but I wouldn't consider myself a regular smoker, no. I definitely don't smoke now, no. Yes. You know, out, out on the town. Do you remember going out on the town, guys, when he's go out on the town every now and then, step outside? wasn't that a while ago. My clubs that won't be open all night. No, let's talk about New Year's Eve. That's how far away it is. Yeah. Well, a whole year, it's... Christmas on Zoom, Swanny? Pardon? Christmas on Zoom? If well, I can't get back we'll, to we'll me- Christmas, I'm going to cry. Oh, I've already cried about it. We we're meant to be we we're meant to be in Mexico and Florida. So um, now or then? 
no, we're meant to. We had a flight book. We have a flight book, seventeenth of December, but um, I'd imagine that won't be happening. We can't even leave our state. I don't know how we're going to leave the fucking country. Mm. I think um, you can get into America. I think America's not too fussy about who they let in. Yeah, probably you probably go for two weeks, but like, it'd have to be a six-month holiday for me to justify sitting in a hotel room for two weeks on the way back. Yeah, well, like, going for two or three weeks to have two weeks back and out, like, no, nah, I, I can't um, wrap my head around having a two-week holiday to be sitting in, in a jail cell in a hotel for two weeks. Um, Swanee, uh, this is not about the politics, but about I want to know what your reaction was. You put out two tweets yesterday. I'm just going to read about if Australia is a sport, will uh, Victoria hasn't won a game on the bottom of the ladder with all players requesting a trade. Daniel Andrews has a full sport of the day. We sacked tomorrow morning. Uh, five minutes later. Oh, sorry, two hours later. My first foray to a political tweet. Yep, it worked well. Thanks to all the fuckwits who reminded me I'd been a footballer. I'd actually forgot. Don't blame me for political tweets. Blame Daniel Andrews. Were you yeah. surprised by the reaction? No, I wasn't. But um, I, yeah, it was nice to have a lot of people to. Mate, first of all, I think political Twitter might be a little bit nastier than. Uh, well, not nastier, but a little bit more ferocious than footy Twitter. Very, um, very full on, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. the dark side of Twitter. It really right. is. Yeah, and I'll, listen, I'm, I would be in the bunch of the least political people in Australia. Like, I yes. have no idea on oh, – I know I've got a rough idea what Labor and Liberal is, but, like, I've never voted. Like, I don't particularly care. It's never really affected me. But, um, like, so my political views – like, I usually probably vote Labor because all my mates are tradies and, like, my dad is, you know, was in the union – is in the unions. Um, so, like, I vote Labor, but it wasn't so much about politics. It was about – the person just not doing anything. Um, so, like, I don't care about people's political views. It was like, well, <clears throat> someone needs to be, it was just a tweet, someone needed to be yelled at. So he was, he's a man. And, and listen, I don't know how much politics works, but wouldn't they be more respected if they got up and said, yeah, this is my fault, I'll cop this, but we, now we're going to like, take ownership of the blame for the state instead of not saying anything and pushing it to a... The, Whatever it is, the grant, the inquiry, whatever it is, that in my view, you'd be going better. But maybe I am just a stupid, simple sportsman, and I don't understand how it works. But you used to play football. Yeah, well, I did. So I'd forgotten that yesterday. So um, yeah, so I'm sorry about that, all the people. And and then when I read them, I have a little chuckle to myself, and they don't even follow me, so I don't even know how they how I pop up on their feed. That's the political Twitter that you're talking about. So everyone's got all these algorithms. Oh, someone said something about Daniel Andrews or Scott Morrison or whatever, and then all these bots start pounding you. Oh, yeah, it's it's incredible stuff. I don't know where they'll come from. Not even from Melbourne, so I don't know where. So people from, like, other states get involved in our business. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's nothing to do with you. Absolutely, they do. um, But that's all a bit of fun. I, I, I enjoy myself. I don't think I'll... I don't think I'll venture too far in a political Twitter. It's a bit, it's a bit over my head, and half the words that were coming back in my replies, I didn't understand. So I was like, "Well, I can't reply to that. I can't reply to that." So we'll let that go. Well, um, we, have, we have had a little win here on the on the podcast, and, and that is that Sam, you're now big in Sweden. Is that right? Oh my god! In, in Sweden, <laughs> that's exciting. Apparently, <laughs> yes, Dane. I featured in. A, well, I didn't feature in. Playboy Sweden uh, shared, shared a photo of mine from yeah. the fernery. How's, which, your, uh, how's your Swedish? 
Yeah, not great. And and uh, one of my friends goes, how good you're in Playboy. I went, technically I'm not in Playboy and not great because I didn't get the pay packet that would come with said no, photo shoot. Well, then you hit him up. Sweet, Swedish Chef was one of my favourites on the Muppets. <laughs> Unbelievable. And you can't, can you reshare that? Like, are your parents going to be proud? Oh, look who reshared my photo. Like, I don't I know if so. they would be. I think so. Yeah. I don't know if they would. I uh, chose not to reshare it. Speaking of things that... Fernery's going gangbusters, isn't it? Oh, my God. It really is. Not even... I haven't... There's some... Yeah, look. Gareth took some... Um, some more controversial photos during that uh, fernery shoot. I haven't shared them on my page. Um, so I'm glad that those ones didn't get reshared because that would have been a bit full on. You're, you always know when something like that happens because you wake up and your phone has gone gangbusters. Like this morning my phone's gone gangbusters because an, a TV ad has come out with me on it overnight. Oh, what are you doing? Um, well, I'm just um, selling things basically. You know, girls oh. got to do what she has to do during isolation. Oh, absolutely. I'm not. I won't say the brand name, but I'm sure you'll uh, see right. it over the weekend. Oh, because nothing's for nothing, Dane. They don't oh, sponsor yeah. this podcast. No, you know what very, I mean? good, very good, very good, very Unless good. they want to sponsor this podcast, and then I'll well, talk about them for a whole hour. A, so will I. Yes, absolutely. Would you have said this this time last year, Sam? You would have said those words. That means that means that Dane is your influencer. He is. He's an influencer. He's my You're influencer. Right. Yeah. I look up to his influence. No, but um, they got me in the studio, and originally hired me as a presenter, like think, um, you know, like well put together, respectable prints, uh, like, you know, calm, deliver the facts presenter. And I did that for about, you know, five or six takes and they were pretty happy. And right before we went to rap, they were like, just for shits and giggles, can you put some ham on it? Put some mayo, make a sandwich, just go to town, just go over the top. And I was like, oh, I can do that. So I did, <laughs> I did a take. Being a full clown, like really over the top, and they were like, oh, "I love it." And like that was fantastic. So now I'm scared to watch the ad because I'm I have a feeling in my waters they might use this fully over the top version, and I'm very mortified as to what's to come out. But. Something for us to look forward to, anyway, Swanee. Yeah, I can't wait. Absolutely. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, uh, so, okay, what did you make of the pies yesterday, please? I'm sure the uh, people who have kept haven't turned off yet are keen for you what's happening there. Uh, well, they're going shit, aren't they? What's um, happening, do you reckon? Uh, keep, keep your summation short. They got to get out of Perth. That's what they got to do. Um, they've been well. They they belted Geelong over there, but um, they got hammered by West Coast. Obviously, where they're going right, and Freo are going just as we're going worse than Collingwood. And their pressure is actually pretty good, but um, just fumbling. Well, you can't fumble in that AFL. Today. You fumble. It's um, 
it's the worst thing in the game because so many people run forward or like the game moves so quickly. Like you better pick it up and give a handball to a bloke running past. Like you fumble out for a split second. Like that bloke's pasha. Like, and the pressure comes so quickly, bang! You turn it over and goes down the other end. But that's going to get their hands on it. Um, and yeah, they're just going. They're going like a busted. And I guess they miss Pendles so much, um, which is not great considering he's fucking nearly forty, and um, they've got to start. <laughs> nearly forty. Well, he's feel like he's been there for thirty years, so he's got to. Um, mm. They've got to start to be able to win without him. Like, so I, don't, I don't know how. I don't know. Listen, I haven't done research, but I know the stats. He hasn't missed many games, obviously, in his career. But um, I'd like to know how many they've won actually without him playing. So oh. I don't know what that says about the rest of the footy club that they can't win without him. So, mm. um, and I don't know how bad his quad is, but they're going to have to find a way because he um, he brings obviously that obviously amazing leadership and he obviously can play. So and around the ball in tight games when he's probably when he's missed most. So they really need to find a way to start replacing him because he's not going to play forever. Well, he may. He actually may play forever, but um, but they might not make the finals the way they're going. Um, but I think they got Sydney and Adelaide next, the next two. So mm, they should be right with Adelaide. There's, there's, well, there's two layups you would think. So if they don't, if they don't win them two, they, they don't deserve to make the finals. Um, you, another so, thing is, they mate. You don't want to finish your season early and have to come back here. There's fucking nothing to do. <laughs> Stay out of the way as long as you can. You don't want to come to this. It's an extra thing they're playing for at the moment, isn't it, Dane? Really? Just yeah, stay away. Stay away. Well, the weather's been really nice for winter, but that's that's about the only positive is that we've got going is the weather's been nice, but the unfortunate thing is we're not allowed to go out and enjoy it. Absolutely. Hey, you said something very simply there, and I'm not being smart, but you said about you can't fumble in the AFL. That's almost the biggest change now in footy, isn't it? Or the evolution that uh, with, with almost like a rolling mall, um, one little fumble then creates the, the opportunity just to go back the other way so quickly. Yeah, mate. It's, and look, as someone who never never fumbled ever in the AFL, ever, ever um, it's Not incredibly once. frustrating to watch. Um, oh, it's just like it just it fucks up the whole system of your ball movement. Like, um, you know, one fumble, one missed handball goes over your head and, the way the players run up and down the ground these days, everyone like expecting a hand, like everyone's just is so crisp and clean. Um, you miss that handball or you fumble. There's, there's six Collingwood blokes sort of ahead of the ball that are expecting the ball to move, and they've all run past the ball. You fumble, and the throw or the opposition sides who are, um, you know, a, a knock goal side obviously turn around, and then then all of a sudden they're ten meters goal side. So. You just you just can't fumble, but well, you know, um, you know how I uh, always have a random question for you. That's probably fairly obvious to a lot of people, but there's also probably some people out there like me that are not sure. Um, have you seen more fumbling of late? I feel like I noticed it a lot this round, yeah. particularly because the Eagles were so clean with their marking over the weekend. Whereas I felt like it made me notice that everyone else seems to be not marking the ball as much. There doesn't seem to be. Many, you know, clean kicks to handballs. Is that yeah, something that you've um, noticed? Yeah, well, maybe a little bit. The weather's been a bit greasy and look up in Queensland, obviously, well, the ball is very much like a, a cake of soap. Um, so that, that doesn't help. But over in the West, I think I think it was a bit greasy there yesterday. But um, so maybe that might have something to do with it, um, that it's it's greasy and wet. But um, you, you notice they're a good place down there so much because they're clean with the ball, and that's why they're very good players. They don't fumble, 
and they they use the ball well and they give the they give the team plenty of time and space. So that is, you know, how an average player can become great. They just don't fumble. That's the difference between them. Um, just just that cleanliness, I guess, is the word. Yeah, but yeah, Collingwood want to figure it out pretty soon because there's only how many games are left? Seven or eight or something like that. Yeah, about halfway. That that's that's interesting what you say, what you say, Sam. Because and putting the two of what Swanee was saying beforehand, maybe it's not so much the fumbling is greater, but you notice it more because there's so many people around the ball that mm. they really. If you, if you do fumble, Swanee, you, you get smashed because now there's there's yeah, that. exactly, and then that's one way. And like they talk about congestion and um, you know the rolling malls because when someone picks up and fumbles, bang, that gives it opportunity to. Bang, come in, tackle, and then there's all of a sudden there's eight players, then there's twelve players, and there's a ball up that everyone sets up. The bank. So if you could pick it up quickly, bang, give a handball out. Well, then it opens up the game. But um, it just feels fucking scrappy at the moment, and I don't, and I don't yeah. know well, if yeah, that's just my. There's only one way. To, there's only one way to fix it, and, yeah, and then it will never happen. And that Which is? is to have ten teams. Well, as in, so it, it makes makes the. Uh, competition across the board stronger yeah because yep. there's, there's so many players who aren't well they are, they are good enough because they're playing AFL but um, the the talent pool is weakened so much there's 18 sides yeah. um, you have 10 sides imagine imagine combining I don't know I was going to say the who, who's on top Port Adelaide so, uh, so, so. Say, say 1 and 18 but I guess I guess no one from probably Adelaide would probably make the side so it probably that's probably a bad um, analogy, but like if you combine team one eighteen, two and seventeen, you know, all the way up, like how much stronger the sides would be. You wouldn't have as many. Now you obviously you you're cutting jobs and stuff like that. And obviously, I want as many players to make a living as they can. But if you want to see the best games week in week out, you have to um, cut seven eight. You have to cut eight sides off. So you've got the best players playing every week, but. It will never happen. So this is what we put up with. Uh, what do you say there? You actually remind me. I remember Derm McBurton once said in in his era, James Morrissey, whose nickname was the Freak, and uh, for for good reason, he was borderline All Australian, and he was on their bench. So that back then was a twelve team VFL competition. The bottom four sides were complete garbage, and the top four sides were unbelievable. It was almost like four state sides. So that's sort of what. It reminds me of what you just said then, because if the talent's so much more compressed, you're going to get much better footy. But as you say, that's it's just not going to happen in an 18 team comp. Yeah, exactly. But um, listen, it is what it is. Um, and but like, I mean, there's good footy. Like, there's always two or three decent games of footy on. There's hmm. a couple of ones that you're like, oh, this is ordinary. But you know, we've got nothing else to do, so I'm, I'm very glad that the bas that the basketball I'm watching it now um, that the um, that the footy's back because it gives something to do at least every night. Um, and my missus hates it, but I watch it when we I watch it um, when she falls asleep. So I watch something at night. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, a black and white moody photo of yourself. A what? A black and white moody photo of yourself, sort of I've like. Got a, I've got a um, my my phone's color. What? My phone's color. <laughs> well, to Sam, explain to me this challenge accepted thing that was going around because you popped up on their feed. Yeah, well, it, it actually was, um, I think the main idea behind it was lost in translation, a bit of Chinese whispers. It was meant to bring light to the fact that Turkish women are going missing on a daily basis um, at astronomical numbers, just 
you know, and not necessarily women in, in um, high-risk professions like the sex trade and those kind of things. It was just general, everyday women like Dane's girlfriend, myself, you know, um, just disappearing and the next day their photos go up in black and white around Turkey. Forgive me if some of my um, facts are not totally on the mark here. Um, there's probably still some more learning that I need to do. But um, what it eventuated into was um, women basically, I, I kind of liked it still because I feel like women in general can be fucking bitches, particularly towards women. I feel like, you know, men. Glad you said that, Sam, not men. Yes. Oh, it's fucking atrocious. I think it's atrocious. Like women can be so nasty to other women, like particularly like, you know, if, if there's a good looking girl on TV and, you the you know, a guy goes, oh, she's hot. She may be fucking gorgeous, but if your girlfriend's sitting next to you, she's damn straight she's going to rip shreds off her and say, oh, she's this or that. She'll pick every negative thing with the jealousy thing, whereas women should be uplifting women, I think. Well, just people shouldn't be mean to people. So it brought out a really nice movement in that people and women that I hadn't heard from in a long time would send you a really nice message basically saying, you know, hope you're going okay during this time. These are the things that I love and respect in you, um, you know, find a you know they say 50 other people but you never do it um other women that inspire you or that are you know having a rough time or just reach out to them and say some nice things to them basically and and nominate them to do the same thing so it was nice because I heard from some people that I hadn't heard from in a long time particularly during this crazy lockdown time it um sparked some conversation between friends and it also allowed me to reach out to people that I feel like I hadn't connected with in in a while and tell them you know that I hope that they're doing okay and those kind of things. So it it turned into a different movement about women supporting women, which I think is a nice movement in itself, but it's not where it um, started from. So I think there's some learnings we needed to do. Glad I did some research on that one because when I first saw the photos go around, I thought, well, I could take the piss out of this and I was going to take a black and white photo of myself picking up something with a bit of plumber's ass crack showing and just glad, I, just glad I'm finally just I'm, I'm learning with age Sam just that probably wasn't one to take the piss out of just check first yeah, yeah it actually was really nice like that you, you touched in a joking manner on, on single friends but I think that some of my single friends are actually doing it the toughest at the moment because they don't have the luxury of you know going and staying at their partner's house or even having someone to walk around the town with like they're basically oh, yeah. in, oh, in may- prison that, that, that might not be the worst thing after a couple of weeks. Let me tell you. <laughs> I just hold, I just hold that. I just hold that thought for a couple of weeks. <laughs> You're a soothsayer. Yeah, and see so how we go. Um, oh, disaster. Um, actually, well, um, good observation. No, yeah, I've got, I've got a couple, but um, no, you just reminded me, Sam, when you were talking about, um, you know, girls. Oh, you brought something in my head about. Um, the Bachelor and stuff are back on now, whatever it is. Um, I thought of a an idea for The Bachelor. Okay. But <laughs> instead of like the woman or the man choosing the woman or man, they choose a puppy. <laughs> I'm listening. And they have like 20 puppies running into the house mm-hmm. and then they have to eliminate them one by one until they pick one. Well, I imagine that would be heartbreaking. And what a show that would be. Well, imagine having to let go of a like, have to have to like you know we're not killing them but like having to like send four puppies home well how sad would that be like well, i think that would be great i'd watch it swatty this awesome. is this is your netflix needs a shuffle button this is yeah, your, well, that is exactly. going to happen that is a great idea for a show yeah 
Like, so would you like, host it, Dane? I know. I mean, you know, you're available. I, I would absolutely watch it. Oh, to do it. Um, oh, no, Barney doesn't play well. Oh, I'd host it. Yeah, Barney doesn't play well with others. But I'd end up. I, I, I couldn't be the the doggerette or the dogula or whatever whatever they call it. Um, doggerette or the doggula. Um, because but you would I, be the Osher Glinsberg, would you? Yeah, I'd find it very hard not to be able to take them all. So I, I couldn't. I'm not sure I could put myself in that situation because. I couldn't give any of them up, I don't think. Oh. Um, so, um, polygamous for dogs. Mate, for puppies. I, I watched that. Um, there was that show on Channel Ten, the the Pommy one, where that people go in and get the dogs. Did you see that? It was on like on like a, you know, the Who Gives a Fuck time sort of like one one p.m. on like a Sunday or, you know, on some outrageous time where no one's watching TV. But, um, I'll I remember what I was going on. I'll tell you next week. It was um that was really good. That was. Um, sad sometimes too. Um, any others? Because I've I've got a list. I need to uh, give a list for the. Um, I'll, 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 we're going to talk about um out of all the things that for a journal to get sacked about. Yeah, I know it's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Mitch Cleary, um, morning. Like out of all the things, and like, listen, we um we get along well with I get along well with most of the journals, but out of all the things journals have written and made up and. You know, and listen, ninety five percent of them do a great job and comment on the sport on the foot, which is completely fine. But out of all the things um journals that have written and carried on about and lied about, this is where they decided to make a stand. It's it's quite bewildering. But um I don't know, I think I was yawning. Bewildering, is that the word? Yes, um, I love it when you use big words, Dane. Um it's a it's an odd, it's a bold strategy. I'll make a prediction. Mitch uh, Cleary gets his job back. And my gut feel, which has got no intel on this, but I got a feeling the AFL was reacting to maybe some advice from somewhere about, uh, about uh, you know, let's face it, the woke cancel culture side of things. Uh, yeah, not, not, uh, you and I would be familiar with that, Dane. Yeah. But who, who, who was upset about? I I'd only briefly flicked it on um this morning when I was putting on League Pass yeah. and it popped up, but um, but wasn't it already out there that, that yes. who it was? So what what is he being suspended for? That's right. So something usually doesn't make sense. It makes sense. But what has he been suspended for? Actually, for like what is the for breaching something or for for posting a story uh, about uh, about um, put yeah, twenty thousand. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and that was then deleted. But he he posted it after it was deleted. But why is that bad? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's if it doesn't, question, make, that's if a... it doesn't make any sense, it suggests to me that someone, oh, I... be it the AFLPA or somewhere in the AFL that uh, maybe has an area that uh, says to over, get yourself over well, with the weight. If, 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 if it was the AFLPA got this done, they fucked over me a couple of times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... I, I'm pretty sure I paid my membership every year. Yep. And I can only get any help when they – for. Plenty of things where they can get journos sacked or suspended. But, you know, in saying this, I've always said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've said it on our first podcast that there needs to be um, like a suspension like rule in place for journos, like for this. And now I'm talking for this, for what um, that this young journo did now, but um, for them to be held accountable for the slander and the bullshit they say. So uh, if, if this is going to be a common thing going forward and Mitch just had has to cop the, the brunt of it for the first time, well, he's just unlucky. But at least they might set a precedent that if you – but he said the right thing, so it's – well, he said the truth, so you, you can't argue with that. But 
Um, if journos are going around just making stuff up and um, lying in papers or saying something, you know, disparaging or something, then they should be able to get a two-week suspension and without pay or writing, with, uh, not able to write on their football or have a break because um, if AFL players fuck up, they get fined or suspended. So mm. journos are just the biggest, like we always hear that, you know, journos are just the bigger part as of the AFL, of the AFL community as the players and that. So they should be thrown in. If they fuck up, they get suspended. So I, I agree with the um, with the notion that Jono should be suspended or fined if they do the wrong thing. But not in from, this case. From the well, it looks from the naked eye that he's hasn't done the wrong thing. But you know, we I don't think know the that. AFL have done themselves a disservice because by firing him, it makes it, them look like they're trying to co- cover it up. Almost, they're like um, not condoning his his story, which was basically the truth. Like they, he's shining a light on an area where they've fucked up and it doesn't look good for their PR game, so they've got rid of him, yeah. whereas they should have, you know, he's done the right thing as a journo, exactly. You know, From Bruiser. I'm saying I went to the dent- dentist the other day. That was an experience. Um, well, I don't think I've as felt as judged walking, sitting in a dentist chair as I've felt in a long time. Or maybe my missus judges me a lot in a negative light, but... Um, like it's one of those things. Like you always, I don't know why, but always lie to one. You know, it's like when you go when you're getting a haircut or something, you're getting a shoe. And you go, yeah, no, that looks good. That looks good. And you walk out and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, what? Why didn't I just say to stop cutting my hair? But um, like I was at the dentist, he's like, yeah, you know, looking at my mouth and stuff. I needed it. I tweeted ages ago, like maybe, maybe, or this has been the longest quickest year of all time. I can't it's just for it's it's odd. But um I tweeted ages ago that I was deciding I was gonna be become a minties man again and start eating minties. Um <laughs> it's good to have our goal. Yeah, unfortunately that's coming to an end. <laughs> oh no. Because oh. chewing on a minty and it, it pulled out half of one of my fillings. Mm. Sparkle. Yeah, so but I let I, I couldn't be bothered. So I went, you know, no one likes going with dentists, let's be honest, it sucks. So I um, went back there and um. Oh, what happened here? No, I just automatically feel the urge to lie to the dentist. <laughs> uh, what did you tell him? I was just I had um I was swishing some mouthwash around in my mouth, and you want to believe it, the filling just popped out. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I, was, I said I was eating an apple or something like that. Uh, yeah, I said I was eating an apple, and then also that was the next thing. So have you been have you been flossing, Dane? Um, and looking after? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, floss. Oh, the, the odd night I might miss it. I haven't flossed in five years, but um, <laughs> yeah, the odd, the odd, um, the odd night I probably forget. You know, I'm just lazy. But yeah, I try it. But I, I forget that she's staring straight at my teeth and has seen a million pairs of gums and can pretty much knows that I'm lying. Oh yes, Dan, and you're like, yep, yep. I'm looking after you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I can just feel the tone in her voice, completely judging me, realizing that I'm full of shit, and that's why I'm going back. I've got to go back about four times in the next six weeks to get my teeth all fixed because yeah. they're fucked. So, oh, no. um, so going to the dentist is a good thing, and I, I thought I felt judged, unfortunately. Oh, well. the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last, but good on you for being brave, Dane. I've got Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, I'm back in. I think um, I've got two teeth. I've got two missing teeth at the back, and they need to be have implants in them. All right, we'll get um, we'll get a report off you after after before, we'll, um, yeah, before Ralph, we go. 
before Ralph starts with uh, the listener feedback and no, we have to go anyway. So you you say you might think oh, we will. Oh get no, I just we list. need to finally get to this Malolaba story. So everyone stay tuned because uh, by all accounts it's a cracker and we always run out right. of time for it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about whether AFL hubs should have strip clubs in them or not. But <laughs> yes, or, or chicken wings. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what I wanted to. Um, but. Hot well, topics. Well, they're going to they're going to be in a hub next week. Um, we're going to be in a hub next week. I would imagine. Exactly. Uh, now I'll get to all the all the instant messages that we haven't been able to do this week. Uh, Paul Gardner's helped us out, and we did say we'd be finished about now. So, any Hugh, final thoughts, uh, Dave? Uh, I wanted your thoughts on the Hugh Bowman thing as well, but um, but we can talk about that at another time. Um, have you got a joke for us? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have this week. Uh, Sam, have you got any final thoughts oh. before the joke? Oh God, I'm nervous so, about your joke. That's my final thought. Uh, well, got a, one. Yeah, no, I'll, I, mate. Listen, jokes don't expire, so I can say mine next week. So, all right. So uh, there was a there was a plane crash over the Pacific, and uh, there was only two survivors. It was uh, it was it was Bazza from uh, Hopper's Crossing, and uh, and Taylor Swift, and they were fine. And they they after a few months they they couldn't get out of there. And they started a life together and they started getting on good to the point where they were in a relationship in quotation marks. Anyway, a few months down the track, Taylor Swift says to Bazza, um, look, um, this is great, but would you like me to do anything different? Um, and uh, and uh, Bazza says, yeah, could you could you put on a suit and pretend you're a bloke? She goes, yeah, well, okay. Uh, what, do you, what, what else do you want me to do? Well, just but go, go about... 500 metres away and then just walk towards me slowly. So, okay. So then she does, says, all right, I'll do that. So she puts on the suit and goes, starts walking towards him and says, g'day, mate. And Bazza says, g'day, mate. And uh, he goes, uh, hey, mate. He goes, and Taylor goes, yeah. He goes, guess who I'm fucking. (laughs) Can you do the joke next week, Dave? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you come out with that one? Where's it come out with that one? Surge. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, George, you want me to give you mine? Yeah, you better. You better. Well, no, well, because the jokes expire, so we need to get them out because then they're gone. No, um, a guy just um, walks in and goes into his doctor's office for a, of the, a checkup and sits down on the bench, and then um, the doctor walks in and goes, mate, um, listen, you're going to have to stop masturbating. He goes, why, Doc? He goes, oh, because I'm about to examine you. <laughs> there it is. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.